listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. I greet you with the greeting of St. Francis. May the Lord give you peace. Amen. Amen. Well, we have an extremely beautiful feast day today, the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And um, over the years, and all my studies, including, uh, anyways, a lot of studies in Mariology, so you can imagine when you have a feast day of Mother Mary, especially one like today that's somewhat theological, one struggles to wonder, like, what can I, what should I say? How much time do we have, you know? So um, praise God. First of all, let's acknowledge that this is a feast day celebrating God. It's celebrating God. You know, as Catholics, we do not worship the Virgin Mary. She is not God. We love her. We venerate her. She's our mother, but we worship God alone. God alone. And so today is a day that we worship God. This is something God did. He gave a grace to Mother Mary. And so, uh, as the early church fathers would say, Mother Mary was God's masterpiece. All of the things that, that God created, the beauty of the universe and of our world and, uh, and of every person, um, out of everybody that God has created, Mother Mary is his masterpiece. You can imagine like an artist who uh, finally offers his masterpiece, his, his greatest work of art. This is Mother Mary. She is the masterpiece of God's grace. Um, and so this is his feast day that we celebrate God. We thank God. We worship God for something that God did. Okay, point number one. <laughs> and so everything God does is so beautiful and good. And uh, Mother Mary, it was part of God's plan. It was his plan all along. It was his plan. And um, it's so interesting that the conception of Mother Mary in the womb of her mother, Anne. So this is not the day we celebrate when baby Jesus came into Mother Mary's womb through the power of the Holy Spirit. No, this is when her parents, Saints Joachim and Anne, we have statues of them up above the shrine, by the way. Go say hello. <laughs> um, it's the day that the Holy Spirit granted them the grace of a baby, and uh, the baby is, is Mother Mary. And uh, in some way, the arrival of Mother Mary, and she's just conceived in her mother's womb, is um, in some ways it's the beginning of salvation. And the early church fathers compared this day to like the the first light of dawn. Anybody up early this morning? The dawn was so beautiful this morning. Wow. And the first light, you don't see the sun yet. Jesus, the arrival of Jesus is the rising of the sun. But the, the arrival of Mother Mary was the first light. You don't see the sun yet, but all of a sudden there's there's... The darkness is being conquered. The light is coming into the world. And if it's a day like today, there's beautiful colors in the sky. And it's it's all pointing towards the mystery of Mary. Mother Mary, her arrival is the dawn, which announces the coming sun. It's just beautiful. It works really well in English, right? Because that big ball of gas in the sky, we call it a sun, S-U-N. But Jesus is the eternal son of God, S-O-N, right? So it works well in English. Um, so we praise God and we thank God for this grace that God gave. It was his plan all along. And uh, what the church teaches is that the graces that God gave to Mother Mary, he gave to her to prepare her to be who she was to be in the plan of salvation. The graces that she needed for her vocation. 
She had a very unique vocation. She was chosen to be the one through whom God would take our humanity, the incarnation. And so this was the grace that she needed. In some ways, she was like Eve before the fall. You know, Eve, who uh, Adam and Eve created without sin originally, and they misused their free will and said no to God. Mother Mary, the new Eve, to give birth to Jesus, the new Adam, and she's without sin through grace, and she's able to offer her yes. So the early church fathers would say that the yes of Mary undid the knot of the no of Eve. <laughs> Death through Eve, life through Mary. It's all these beautiful poetry that they did, their theology with poetry. And so we celebrate that this day. We celebrate that. It's so amazing and beautiful. And um, it's something that God did. So we're honoring something that God did in honoring Mother Mary. And that is beautiful. Um, so a couple of interesting ideas. Um, I was praying and thinking about this mystery and wondering, um, well, what does this mean for us? You know, um, that's kind of the task of the preacher, right? To kind of unfold the mystery. What does this mean for us? Is this not some random idea that we can think about, but it has something to do with our life. And um, I think it's many things. First of all, it's an affirmation of the goodness of our humanity. You know, all along, the Bible has borne witness that humanity is good. God created us good. Matter of fact, everything God creates is good, and then he gets to the creation of humans, and he, we're told, very good. In the coming of Jesus, and before him, the grace of Mother Mary, it's God's way of saying, your humanity is good. Our full humanity, everything about our humanity, our body and our soul, is good. This is an affirmation of that. It's an affirmation of the goodness of women, the dignity of women. Another interesting note it's the affirmation of the goodness of sexuality. You know, it, it, the, the Bible and the teachings of the church, we've always held that God is the one who created sexuality and that it's good. You know, we're often accused of being hung up on these things or being very negative and, about sexuality, and it's wrong. It is good. It's created by God good. And it's interesting because when Mother Mary conceives the baby Jesus in her womb, over the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, she was a virgin. Jesus did not have a human father. It was a miraculous conception because God alone is his father. But when Mother Mary was conceived, her parents, Saints Joachim and Anne, conceived her in the normal way. And so today's feast day in some ways points to the dignity of the gift of sexuality as shared between a husband and a wife in the covenant of marriage and that is beautiful, and I think it's a message that's really needed these days. Um, it's a feast day that honors the gift of freedom that God has given each one of us, right? He's given us the gift of freedom. So Mother Mary receives this grace at the moment of her conception, but then as she is born and as she grows, and when the highlight of her moment comes, when God invites her to be the mother of God, he respects her freedom. See, grace is always an invitation to cooperate. And so that also is an affirmation of something uh, that God has given us and that is very good. And um, so my final conclusion on that, and it's this, uh, what we see in Mother Mary, we could say of the whole church generally, and we could say of each member of Christ individually. So if it was God's plan that Mother Mary would exist, I need you to know that it's also God's plan that each one of you exist. 
Not one of us are an afterthought or a mistake. Each one of us were planned by God. And the graces that God gave to Mary, he gave her the graces that she needed to be who she was supposed to be. The same is true for each one of us. Whatever graces you need to be who you're supposed to be, God gives you that grace. How amazing is that? (laughs) So whatever you might be going through, even right now, whatever difficulties or struggles or whatever challenges you're facing, don't ever think that you're dealing with that alone in your own power. No, God's grace is there for you. He gives you the grace that you need. Whatever grace you need to do what you need to do to be who you're supposed to be. Does this sound kind of like an, an advertisement for the army? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Be all that you can be. Okay, I'm not, okay. <laughs> Father John Mary, who's one of the visiting friars here, used to be in the military, so that was for you. Okay. <laughs> um, but the Lord gives us the grace we need. You know, and sometimes I think when we struggle and we feel overwhelmed by things in life, it's because we forget. We forget that God is God. He loves us. He's got us. He's with us. We can trust whatever graces we need. um, That grace is there. We don't have to try to uh, muscle through on our own strength as if it's all resting on our shoulders. That's wrong. You know, the Lord is the one who carried the cross. And then when he invites us to carry our cross and to follow him, you know, we never do so alone. His grace is there. And it's beautiful. It's consoling, you know, and it all began with the arrival of Mother Mary. In some ways, I see today's feast day like if you've ever seen one of those uh, where they line up a bunch of different dominoes and it gets, you know, and you just hit that first domino, (laughs) you know, it kind of goes like that. Like today's feast day is kind of like that. This, This moment of her arrival is that first piece where the whole it's almost as if the whole thing is over. It's already over. Jesus is one. Um, in commenting on today's feast day, St. Pope John Paul II said that the church on the feast of the Immaculate Conception sees projected and anticipated the victory of Easter. You know, because what is beginning today, the conception of Mary, is that thing that sets in motion the resurrection of Jesus the victory of Jesus over sin, over death, over the devil, and anybody who hangs out with sin, death, or the devil, you've lost. (laughs) You know, love and life has the victory in Jesus. And in some ways, it all begins with today's feast day. And so we can celebrate and party as if the game is already over because it kind of actually is. (laughs) You know, the Lord has won, and he invites us to that victory, each one of us in our own lives. Now, there'll be moments when we don't feel victorious, right? And we need to get to confession. We need to to pray, repent, seek the Lord's help and grace and mercy and forgiveness. Um, but that grace is there. It's, it's there for the asking. And so on this day, the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we celebrate, we give thanks to God um, for this, uh, this, the meaning of this feast day gives us such hope in our own lives it gives us such courage and confidence to um, to live our faith and to be a light in the darkness because the darkness has been overcome. Amen. Amen. You've been 
been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.